Hello. Do we sound different? Hello. We're sharing a microphone. We are. It's hard times right now. <laughs> Waiting for equipment to come back on a truck from a conference. We are down to one microphone. One microphone. So if you could imagine this visual. Um, I'm on a couch facing Dan, who's on a chair. And we're both leaning in to a tabletop microphone, which is making our backs twist at some degree. I don't know the number, but there's some degree of twist for me. Seven. A seven degree twist. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to maintain. And but, I'm sitting so far up in my chair. <laughs> we're only so 10% of my buttock is on the chair. We're so close to each other. We are. We're what? Six inches away from each other's faces? This, this is a different way to broadcast. <laughs> It's real different. Uh, yeah. Hey. Yeah? That intro music needs to go away, doesn't it? No. It always goes until it goes, and then it oh. stops, and then we don't notice it. Wow. Yeah. I, for once in a really long time, have a pretty big list of things that I wanted to talk to you about that I saved for this podcast. I've been saving it. For the podcast. Save it for the podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm walking the walk. So I have a lot of things. And of course, there's no sequential order to these thoughts. So I'm just going to go right to what catches my eye on my list, which is toothbrush cost. <laughs> We're going right there. We're going right there. We're going to just start right there. I was getting you, I use a electric and you like a manual yes and i was at the pharmacy and i was looking for one to replace your home brush so you could take the home brush on the road and then discard it at the hotel so i'm looking at these brushes ranging from seven dollars per and i ended up getting you a three pack of what looks like a generic oral b it says oral but not b <laughs> <laughs> like three for ten or something toothbrushes please always take the complimentary toothbrush after your cleaning which is coming up on tuesday what the heck it's how we're going to become millionaires i think so whenever someone offers you a free toothbrush always accept it accept it don't use it sell it profit take that money double it and then invest in a a more expensive toothbrush. I think we have money on the mind because there's an election coming up. And and we haven't bribed anyone yet? No, it just takes money. The world takes money. What the heck? So, toothbrushes. Let's talk about it. Why do you like... An electric, and why do I go old school manual? Um, I grew into liking an electric because I think it really did my gums favors. Like it made them less sensitive and just, you know, did the proper agitation. So they cling to my teeth. I just feel clean. I like the electric. I heard you can get more off your teeth. So, but now I just realized that I was complaining about the cost of manual brushes when. I probably pay that much or more to replace an electric head. What the heck? 
You said that, right? So I just, um, maybe I'm an old school kind of person, but I just enjoy a regular old toothbrush because, I don't know, I feel like I can control it better. I can get into those spots where I know that um, sometimes different pieces of things can get caught in there. TMI. Seaweed. Isn't, doesn't everyone I get seaweed stuck in their teeth? I think would take care of that. A toothbrush, manual or electric, can function just as well. Are you saying I don't floss enough? Oh, you floss a lot. I'm a flosser. You're a flosser and you're a flosser in public spaces. The car. Uh-huh. Sometimes bedroom, when I'm driving. The living room. Mm-hmm. The bathroom. You floss yeah. in more rooms than anyone else. I carry floss with me whenever I feel the need to floss. Like, I'm not going to do it like right in someone's face, but if I can find a quiet space, I'll floss. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm done. And what's so bad about oral hygiene? Nothing. No. I appreciate it. I know you do. Except I'm kind of nervous to go to the dentist on Tuesday. Well, you're always nervous to go to the dentist. Anything in particular for this visit? No, it's a cleaning. Well, I'm just coming off of that crown that wasn't so perfect. It was painful for many months, so mm-hmm. I don't want them jostling. And how is it now? Pretty okay. Okay. It's weird how it goes up and comes down. Interesting. They were trying to get me into a root canal. It doesn't even bother me anymore. Interesting. Scamola. What the heck? My list is so old that I have something on here that I don't understand. And maybe you do. If not, we can just move on. What is it? Um, kitchen tools. Kitchen tools. What did I want to talk to you? What did I save? Kitchen tools. That's all it says mm-hmm. is two words, kitchen mm-hmm. tools. Mm-hmm. I did not help future me with that note. There's not enough detail. Kitchen tools. And I can't help you either this time. You know what? Here's something from my list. I've always been fascinated by weather balloons. Yeah. Is that why you like watching like Area 51 shows? Yeah, because everyone's always... I, I feel like weather balloons are the scapegoats of the sky. Like, hmm. whenever there's something unexplained, they just call it a weather balloon. Blame it on the weather but balloon. But what is a weather balloon? Well, you know, what they go do? up and they measure barometric pressure. They gather information like an un, unmanned uh, space shuttle. They're going up into the atmosphere and bringing down info. But what what is attached to it? Gadgets and gizmos. It? I want to learn all about weather balloons. How big are they? Another what are they filled with? You can look with? online. You can are look, they helium? You can definitely look. This is all very uh, approachable subject matter. This is not alien. You can look this up. Or is it alien? Hmm. Hmm. Weather balloons. You know, Dan, what? <laughs> I'm a Sunday driver every day of the week. <laughs> Is that from your stand-up routine? 
<laughs> Let me tell you, folks. I don't really know how to write jokes. I just either write a punchline or the that beginning was, of something. No, like, then someone a, could massage that into something. But what it is, is it's just what it is. I'm a Sunday. You know what a Sunday driver is, right? What people yeah. refer to people. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe someone who doesn't have the best driving skills uh, because they only drive one day a week. Well, I define it more like oh. a Sunday driver is just someone who's like, Taking it slow, I've got no place to go. It's Sunday. I'm a slow moseying driver. And that's me every day. I'm not ill-equipped to drive. I, I just think part of have no need for speed. The definition of Sunday driver is they only drive on Sundays, which means they only drive one Their day least a week. Experience, less experience. Than a weekday driver, I'll just say. Okay. Well, I'll go with my definition. And I'll go with yours, too. Cool. <laughs> and that's how we keep our marriage fresh. I've been occupying a lot of space with my list here. Did you want me to keep going, or do you want to talk about anything from well, your list? Because of the way we're set up today, it's a little challenging to not wander off of microphone, but also look at my list at the same time. Uh, You're contorting your arm right now. Okay, here's something I want. It's a new product idea. Again, these are things that sometimes they just pop into my head. I say them out loud, and we see if they have any legs to them, if they could turn into something. You understand what I'm saying? You talking to me or the audience, the listeners? Well, you and the listeners, I'm four inches away from Malia's face I know, right now. I know, I don't know if I can handle more of this. Here's the product. Baby gravy. It's <laughs> gravy for babies. Why can't babies just have regular gravy? Baby gravy. So are you just recycling a product? You're just marketing it to babies but it's really just gravy i'm putting a new spin on gravy it's baby gravy does it have more protein or enzymes or something so here's here's the tagline yeah it could have all baby gravy it's gravy for babies i'm not your audience what do you think (laughs) i can't are are you a new mom that could (laughs) a new mom's out there is this like ahead of um the holidays well think about it do you have a baby at home are they a fussy eater? Are they finicky about what they eat? Pour some baby gravy on it. Oh, you're thinking about enhancing. Yes, the food. food. I thought you just wanted to feed baby gravy straight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like here's some gravy. Right, it's like part of the food pyramid. Oh uh, no, this would be for oh enhancing like putting sprinkles on our dog's food to make it more delightful yes baby gravy oh it's gravy for babies you're i think you're you need to add for picky babies finicky babies because babies don't need gravy on their food but some some might and that's where we that's where the some you have to qualify no that baby gravy it's gravy for babies Wow. That's it. Um, Different flavors. What do you think I meant when I wrote down last bite question mark? Do you think it goes along with our waiter, waitress, 
asking us how our first bites are, but they never ask us how our last bite was. That's all I can think of. It's either that or there's a phenomenon that happens around our household, and that is... (gasps) Yes, it could be that. When, let's say... I make a fresh batch of chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> you? Okay. Let's just say I do. Mm-hmm. This is just a hypothetical. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be based in reality. reality. But let's say I bake a, a dozen cookies, chocolate chip, which, by the way, are the best cookies. Okay. So there's you, there's me, there's our son. We live together. Uh, I eat a couple cookies. There are about maybe six or seven left. I come back. There's like half a cookie left. Yeah, that's our son. Explain to the listeners how that works. He seems to be showing his consideration by leaving the last bite or the last one of a multi-pack thing. I'll go into a box of crackers and there'll be one cracker. I brought home some wafer cookies just for him. Took them out of the packaging, put them in a Tupperware. I saw them decrease rapidly, and then one just stayed in there for a long time. Then I saw half, and I assumed he was even taking the one down to a half and still leaving a half for someone, but you admitted to doing that. Yeah, I think that he, and also I, don't like to be the person to eat the last of something unless I get the okay from everyone. I think that's sweet, but some items require for satisfaction more than one of it. You know what I mean? Otherwise it's kind of just a tease bite. Like he wouldn't want to leave half of a potato chip. (laughs) I just did that the other day. (laughs) Did you? (laughs) So, I think Malia might like this half potato chip. Yeah, I'm not going to finish it. Have the it. essence of this thing, and then you throw the thing out or wash the dish. Do you think that's it? Why our son? I, maybe he's he doesn't want to do the dish. Like an asshole. The, yeah, not wanting to do the dish. No, I huh? think I'm coming. At, he just wants you to enjoy the last morsel of something. So we do also say, I'll say, like I'm done with that thing. Like I made muffins today. I made nine. The recipe made nine. Mm-hmm. And I had one. And I said, I'm done. I don't need any more. So I've just given up any need to leave something back for me. Mm-hmm. So if one gets left by him, he's doing it for you. And sometimes what I'll do is if there is something that's question in question, I will say, okay. You can't be four inches away from my face and distracting me. Okay. Okay. What I will do is I will go to each person I live with and I will say, I'm done with the food item that is in question. And then basically it's up for grabs. Thereby letting him know and letting you know that by all means, eat the whole thing, whatever this is. The pumpkin pie. Right. 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 Hey, I have a trivia question for you. Okay. You know, we've been watching Celebrity Jeopardy yes. and Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, which are like right up our alleys because they're 
kind of like teen version, but then with adults, it's not really the most challenging show, but we're kind of good at it. I think we found our thing. Anyway, this might be a question from, uh, let's say, Jeopardy. And I guess I should phrase it. I'm not good at that. Um, I don't know how to do Jeopardy phrasing. You can like you rephrase d- you this. You question it, right? Or, oh, are you giving the answer or are you giving the I'll give you. Oh, I'll give you the answer. Okay, I'll do it like Jeopardy. Okay, Suzuki, what's the topic? Um, imported cars from TV shows. Television cars for 400, Alex. Suzuki Esteem is an import from this television prequel. What is... You ran out of time. Unless you were at the buzzer. Do you have an answer? Yeah. Okay. Hardcastle and McCormick. (laughs) No. (laughs) The answer is Better Call Saul. He drives a Suzuki Esteem. It's an import. Suzuki Esteem. Okay. Great. Great. What do you want to talk about next, Melina? Well, it's a recent topic. It's the most recent on my list because mm-hmm. it happened uh, today's happened like three, two days ago. We were flying home from a conference. We're on a plane from Reagan National Airport. And we had mostly all of our people from our conference coming back to Madison on the plane, except, oh yeah, I guess these people are from Madison too. Two that weren't from our conference. They were right behind us and they talked the entire two-hour flight And I call them DOJ douches. Do you want to elaborate? Yes. Well, like Malia said, there were two gentlemen sitting behind us, directly behind us. And they just would not shut up the whole flight. I mean, they were having a a wonderful conversation between the two of them, but... It was an A-B conversation. They were talking so loudly. It was like, I thought to myself, would I rather have a a baby crying in my ear the whole way or this dumbass? Two white men, one older than the other, Talking about their wine club subscriptions. First it started with, I had to figure out what they were doing because they kind of knew each other, but they kind of didn't. Then they were like, I'm like, are they lawyers? Okay, I don't know what exactly they do. But then the older one starts to tell the younger one about intermittent fasting. And that led to him opening up his laptop to show this other guy his statistics on his blood sugar and how to break a fast and proteins and carbs and when to eat them, what to order at restaurants, and then the wine subscription where they spent thousands of dollars on curated wines. Let me just say, it was a fascinating conversation for about 10 seconds yeah and then uh, the the one of the people was a self-proclaimed data junkie so he went down this rabbit hole on his apple watch about carbohydrates or some kind of stuff they just reeked of privilege and that was boring and we didn't like that and annoying that was the last thing on my list, and I hear you're playing me off, playing me off music. Yeah, we're getting towards the end of wow. our episode. This is where we wow. thank our listener. Thank you, listener number one. 
West Coast. I want to thank listeners one through four. And I'll thank the rest of you can go to hell. Five through seven. Oh, sorry. We appreciate you all. We're so, you know, open for suggestions, call-ins, collaborations. We're here. Bye.